Okay, welcome to Two Punts, One Goal. I am here with the one and only Pardo, Pardo, Pardo. How have you been? Now we're referring to me then, just as Pardo. There's yes. no Steve and Pardo. I'm Steve. Steve and Pardo. You're Pardo. <laughs> All right. You like Your it? Aunt, I'm Deck. Or the other way around. You'll never know. No one will ever know. No one knows. No one knows. I still don't know after them being on TV for 30 years. For our American listeners, Ant and Deck are a a TV presenting duo who are on British television. You could tell them when it's Biker Grove, PJ and Duncan, though. Can you use PJ? They always wore the cap. Yeah. And for our American listeners, Biker Grove. (laughs) Stop giving such. niche references biker grove was a uh a tv show when we were growing up when we were kids and you'd watch it when you got home from school it was brilliant set in newcastle upon tyne and then uh this is where these two tv presenters came from anton deck they were known as pj and duncan they actually went and had a successful pop career didn't they do you know any of their songs off the top of your head uh let's get ready to rumble let's get ready to rumble yep Great song, so yeah. check that out. Don't need Probably. to explain that. That's internationally known. Very so. internationally known, and maybe I'll just uh, reference uh, PJ. I guess was was one of them. PJ came to a quite a grisly end in the end of that show. He actually his character was blinded in a paintball um, event. Incident. They went paintballing, <laughs> paintballing incident, and um, yeah, he got blinded, and then he fell into a deep depression. Because of obviously losing his sight, and um, and then I think I can't remember exactly how it ended, but Biker Grove went off the. TV. Hold on, shouldn't you be giving like plot spoilers for these anecdotes about Biker Grove? You might go back and rewatch it. Oh yeah, it, well, maybe we should all do a rewatch. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's a bit about some niche British television. Hopefully, it was nostalgic for the British listeners, and uh, we've introduced you to a fantastic uh, double act and some great music for the American listeners. Anyway, Pardo, let's move on to you. How was your week? Oh yeah, great, great, thanks. Um, interesting one. I mean, my as as I kind of touched on earlier in the week, my wife is still away, so it's it's kind of solo parenting for me this week, which is extra stressful. And um, we we've also got a house viewing this afternoon, and I've got to try and keep the house tidy, which is extra difficult. So I've kind of kept it stable, but then I was trying to like mow the lawns and my what's the best way of explaining it? it's like it seemed like it's spontaneously combusted so what, i've got a house viewing today and like half my lawns are in mode and half the mode i was just kind of like i was like desperate to get it done like last night with rose running around me and uh then it just blew up so i just kind of left it <laughs> i'm just gonna and get a push mower i think next time but was it just overuse know. how do you, what do you think happened See, I don't know. I think it might be mildly moist the ground, and because it's an electric on a cable, the cable looked a bit ropey. I have to say, yeah. And I was, I was wary it might have blown the electrics in the whole of the house. But I looked, and like everything was still on in the house. So that's my main concern. Because obviously, you weren't worried about your own personal safety getting electrocuted mowing wet grass with the. I knew I was cable. grounded. I knew I was grounded. It's yeah, fine. The earth. <laughs> earth. I was earthed. <laughs> Yeah, you you were earthed. 
Is that how you avoid it? You just literally, as long as you any electrics, you're standing on the ground. Well, it's like a lightning storm, isn't it? I think like uh, you're safe in a car because it's got the rubber tires. Yeah, I, I. Where did we hear that? Because that's what I reference to my kids all the time. If there's a lightning storm, I'm like, you're safest in the car because the, go the lightning car, goes through go the tires. Yes. There you go. For the top tips today. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just don't so, go uh, out. Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting week, but I think it's happy. It's Friday. You know. Work's been quite busy as well, um, so it's nice to have the pod. It's quite nice. I think it's almost kind of closure to the work week and allowing to kind of get into relaxation and entertainment mode with, you know, the weekend of NFL as well. Um, so all good my side, I guess, in summary. <laughs> How about you? Good, yeah. Uh, also a um, bit of a busy week. I, I found myself very tired. I don't know whether it's like the changing of the seasons or just being an, a massively old, grumpy man. Um, but I found myself very, very tired this week and uh, fell asleep very early yesterday. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I haven't done anything extra special wasn't doing any exercise anything like that just found myself extremely tired so yeah keep an eye on that maybe i need to if anyone has any recommendations but i have been taking vitamin d so extra the best thing is just getting outside a bit more steve you need a vitamin d yeah while we're still you know still got a bit of light in the evenings needs to get out True. I didn't spend too much time outside yesterday. Maybe that accounts for a bit of fresh air, a bit of sunshine. It's still quite sunny here, actually, uh, in Berlin. So that's I think nice. you do another walk like you did last week. Yes, that's a walk would do. be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think after this, I'll take a walk, get some food, and start moving into entertainment mode like you're doing. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Yeah, start that transition early. Maybe get a traveler on the on the on the train wherever you're going to go. <laughs> no, I think um, I've got uh, lots of errands to run this afternoon. You know, classic dad stuff. So, anyway, we can uh, we can move on to the NFL. Start talking All about right. what we came here to do. How about that? Right. Fancy Sounds it? good to me. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. All right. Did you check out the uh, the game last night? Philadelphia Eagles versus the Minnesota Vikings. What did you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I caught the highlights this morning, um, like your good self, I assume. Um, and yeah, a good win by the Eagles. And uh, I suppose it's a bit of a shame for the Vikings. You know, now they're, what, is, what do you call it? It's like zero and two. Is that how you yeah. refer to it? The... Oh, and two, I think they say. Oh, and two, that's it. I knew there would be, yeah, it sounds cooler saying oh, and two. An Americanism. Uh, oh, and two. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I suppose... Uh, I suppose players that stood out, Steve, for you. I mean, I I, I noticed that Smithy had a good game. Smithy, um, Devonta, Devonta Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smithy. He, he had a good... <laughs> yeah. Um, and also uh, Jake Elliott, sixty-one yard punt. Did you see that? I did see that. That's a, a crack. At that is that no, that's not the longest punt, right? Because I know um, it's the kicker for. Ugh, he's only the best kicker, but uh, my it's totally gone out of my head. Jake um, no, no, Jake. I mean, the general consensus is that the the Baltimore Ravens kicker is the best kicker who's ever lived, and um, his name totally escapes me at the moment, which is very poor. So I I apologize. 
but I think fingerprint, yeah, fingertips. But I think he might have scored a sixty-two yard field goal. That might be the record for the longest field goal. Oh, Maybe really? you could quickly check while I'm talking. But yeah, just to add a few more players of note. I mean, got to mention DeAndre Swift, who had like, uh, well, on my stats it says 175 yards of running, which is massive massive amounts of uh, yardage from him but i saw some other places say 181 yards of 28 carries so i think it was the the kind of most sam thing cock. to know who sam cock no no, no no where's that come from and it's saying like 74 yards here no that can't be right that's way too long i think um anyway all right, well, now we know we're just going to have like a minute of silence, so I'll look for this, and then I can Justin edit Tucker. it out later. Justin, Justin Tucker. Justin yeah. Tucker, yes. So he's the general consensus uh, best uh, best kicker, right? What was his record? Oh, yeah, he had a 60-yard field goal. 60, so 61 then he had, the Jake Elliott had yesterday was more. I'm not sure. Oh, there's another one. 70 yarder. I'm just looking at it. So, okay. Well, this yeah, is great podcast material. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pardo looks at the internet on a podcast, basically, <laughs> and coming out with uh, vague answers. So, <laughs> I think he hasn't learned to Google. Uh, just as AI is about to overtake Googling, you, you wrote, still haven't got, got the hang of Googling. Um, so anyway, just to kind of uh, talk a bit more about this game, from what I could see and, and looking at the box score that we talked about last week or earlier in the week, uh, but basically it seemed that the Eagles just dominated this game to me because they, they completely... So if you look at the way that the kind of game went, the Eagles, I was t- talking to you last week about time of possession, Eagles had almost 40 minutes of time of possession compared to the Vikings, 20 minutes. That's crazy. So the ball was in the the Eagles' hands for 40 minutes, which shows that they just basically, that's why um, DeAndre Swift had so many yards, because they basically just controlled the game. They just like kept running it, got the first downs. Uh, they had 24 first downs compared to 19 for the Vikings. And they basically just controlled the game, right? They controlled possession. They kept moving forward. They And I think with two minutes to go, it was like uh, 34-21 to the Eagles. So they seemed completely in control all the all the, all the the game. And uh, Kirk Cousins was um, pretty much uh, like everything. They have no run game, the Vikings. So Kirk Cousins was on the back foot trying to throw the ball. So... That's why the the kind of rushing yards was 259 mm. rushing yards for the Eagles and 28 rushing yards for the Vikings. And passing yards was 346 to 171 to the Vikings, right? So uh, Cousins was obviously, what that means is Cousins was trying to throw it all the time, had no run game to lean on. And the Eagles just, just controlled possession the whole game. They just felt it looks like a very comfortable game for the Eagles, to be honest. So that's why the Eagles go to 2-0 and and the Vikings drop to 0-2. Not a good start for the Vikings, but they they actually seemed very lucky last season. They won 
they they had a good record last season. I think it was like thirteen to four was their record. Mm. And um, but you know, pretty much the general consensus was that they they were lucky in most of those games. They kind of scraped wins in most of the, those games. And now it seems the tables are turning. That they're kind of like, as you say, sports. Right? Uh, it corrects itself over time. So let's see if they um, can kind of turn it around or whether this... Do you, you believe know, they are going to turn it around, Steve? What's your gut telling you? My gut tells me no, uh, to be honest. I mean, they, they have fantastic wide receivers, it seems. Like, they have Justin Jefferson, who's consensus, like, best uh, wide receiver in the league. Cousins, decent enough quarterback. And they have this uh, new guy, Jordan Addison, also that they drafted. Yeah, Addison, he's got two touchdowns in a yeah. row, hasn't he? Yeah, mm. exactly. So I think they have, and and they have um, the defense should be a bit better. They have, um, God, I'm terrible with names today. Sorry, I did tell you I was tired. But uh, there's their their defensive coach is Brian something. I, I, can't, I can't remember his name, <laughs> but but basically he he is a pretty good defensive coach. So I think he will get them right on the the defense a bit. But I just question. Mm. Um, Really, I, I just don't think they're they're so strong. I think they're a middle of the road team. Unfortunately, I would like to see one season where the Vikings do do really well. But even the one of the seasons, uh, re- recent memory seasons, they got to like one of the. Um, I think they won the won their division. They got for to like the conference game, which is the the one before the Super Bowl. And then they, but they, they had a, like, they had a bad quarterback at that time. And you just knew that, okay, this is kind of, it felt like a, a lucky season. Like it's going to end at some point. They're not good enough to kind of make it. And it did, it did end. And I don't know. I've mm. always kind of, I, did, I just like, um, when I look at the Vikings, I like them. The, maybe it's the, the colors, the logo, all of this. Mm. I want them to kind of do well. The fans all seem very passionate, but then just they just always feel like a middle of the road team to me. I mean, I must admit, I mean, when we when we were doing our pod last um a few seasons ago, um I think, you know, I, I always thought the Vikings were, you know, a, a strong side and they were in the playoffs that year at least. Um but yeah, it seems like they've been going downwards from there. It's, and um but like you say, it's early days, isn't it? But, yeah, it's early yeah. days, but it's always hard when you start off with zero and two, right? Two, you, your confidence okay. goes. You, it's a, it's an uphill struggle. Um, but yeah, it's it's early days. But like last season, they got a new head coach. They really mm. needed a change from the old regime, so everything got changed. The general manager changed. The the head coach changed. Um, they had a good season last season. But it always felt like, as I said, that it just wasn't really, it was more luck than actual, um, you know, real results. It felt mm-hmm. like they're winning some of these games by luck. So, yeah, we might be seeing a bit of a correction, as I say. I mean, I think more the, the story is, I think the Vikings, this is what people thought they were, right? Like, they're going to lose mm-hmm. these, against these. They're not one of the best teams. And, uh, yeah, probably the more the story is the Eagles, right? Like, yeah. They've had say. two tough, uh, kind of the first game was a bit of a tough one, but they got the win. This time, I think they showed what they're capable, you know, they can really dominate, um, even though the scoreline doesn't really say that, but they kind of controlled the game, I think. And uh, it's a nice start. 
do we think they're going to be contenders again this year? Yeah, Eagles? yeah. I think from, I think from that conference, I I can't look past the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Cowboys. Mm. But the Eagles are my personal favorite out of all of them. I don't know why I tend to not like the 49ers. That's just my feeling. Mm. No, I quite like the 49ers. So. Well, there we go. That, yeah, but <laughs> that's fine. And I suppose looking ahead for the weekend fixtures, then Steve, mm-hmm. um, what are your standout picks? I think you're oh, talking yes. about top three. Yeah, well, I should have looked, about that. shouldn't I? I should have looked. That would be. I had a little look. Go on. Um, so, who? Yeah, so for me, I was looking at um, Rams 49ers. I thought that'd be an interesting one to see who would kind of whether the Rams have got it what it takes to you know uh, take on a you know one of the the bigger players out there, um, and also um, you've got the Cowboys against the Jets. Oh I mean, yeah, that'd be a very interesting one with Cowboys playing so well and doing so well in that first game, and also the Jets. Will they? I mean they they still won the game early in the week, but. Now things have kind of bedded in. Realities kind of hit home. I mean, if they get a result with the Cowboys, then yeah, they are two really good picks actually. Because you've got so the Rams, as we said, we no one was expecting them to to kind of win last week, and uh, the Rams head coach Sean McVay and um, the Forty ers head coach, right? They have a kind of. Um, they they have a their history goes back. It's quite an entwined history, right? They started coaching yeah. together, um, and yeah, basically they 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 always have had a kind of a bit of a competition, right? But the 49ers always dominate this, so it's kind of like the bogey team for the Rams. So um, and they're they're very local. They're close together. Yeah, yeah. And the Rams are kind of, but no one's expecting much from the Rams, right? So the pressure's a bit off. Uh, people expect the 49ers to win this. So the pressure's a bit off. I wonder how that's going to make them play. I wonder how it's going to, and it's quite interesting to see these new players come out. Like um, mm. it, there is just players coming out from the Rams that you're like, oh, I've never heard of this. And then you start Googling who they are and you're like, well, this is a wonder if this person's going to actually become a good player in the league. So I think that's a good pick. And the Cowboys, yeah. It's um, that's going to be very interesting to see like, what's the hangover going to be like for the Jets, right? Mm. Because that is tough. Totally. You, your whole season, everyone was so excited on Monday, and then oh, it's just devastating that news. Even the the few days after this week, like on Tuesday, Wednesday, I was like, God, I'm I feel quite deflated for the fact you're not going to see Aaron Rodgers play. And I was really looking forward to seeing how this was going to go, this story, this season. Anyway, by the way, on the news of Aaron Rodgers, he actually had his surgery, posted that it went well, and he says he's going to be back next year. He says... Uh, um, he will be back next year. Well, he said something cryptic, a bit like, uh, I think it was even a Dark Knight Rises quote or something. You know, he said a bit more like, yes, the day is always darkest. The night is always darkest before the dawn, and I will rise again. <laughs> it says what well, these people think <laughs> they think they're superheroes right i mean it's bound that's to go brilliant to that's brilliant yeah yeah but i mean yeah i mean a 49ers i was just reminding myself of the players they got with mccaffrey and uh funga as well he kind of stood up in the highlights from the last week's game so um will stafford and the boys hold up against that we will see 
Um, yeah, they have a fantastic d- defense, right? Like some of the best linebackers in the league. So that's that's always a tough test for anyone. Um, and the other um, fixtures, um, well, one that I kind of picked out was Bills Raiders. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So you you look you're a bit of a Raiders fan this season. Well, well no, I, I, I like the Bills. I like the Bills, but also you know the Raiders obviously uh, open with a win. Um, yeah. And going against a team like the Bills, um, that's a good test. You know, in terms of where they're really at. Mm. So, so it'd be interesting. If, you know, um, you know Raiders are going to be up there, or you know Bills get the win, then obviously normal services resuming, and you know we we carry on, but. It'd be interesting who comes out on top there, I think. Yeah, I think uh, this is weird, actually. Now you mention this game, I think I had a dream about this game. Like, So it might be a, a foresight or something, That's but I had a dream that the Bills lost again and that the, they just fell apart. Like the, the people were shouting at each other on the sidelines. There was all problems. And um, yeah, so, so maybe, uh, I mean, no. Let let's hope the Bills win. So are there, so there's there's no one thinking that I'm psychic. I don't think it'd be that 50-50 dramatic, shot. but yeah, uh, be interesting. And obviously, from a personal point of view, it looks like you know lines are against uh, the Seahawks. They mm-hmm. can go go two and zero potentially if they win that game. And it seems like, well, based on how the Seahawks performed last week, that could be a yeah. good possibility. But yeah. So, oh, and while we're talking about the Lions, by the way. Uh, there was some fantastic mm-hmm. news that came out this week uh, that the Lions wide receiver, Amon Ra St. Brown, has been told that he needs to stop thrusting when he scores a touchdown. Apparently he thrusts his private parts when he scores a touchdown. And he's been told that he last time oh, yeah. it was almost a flag was almost penalty flag was almost thrown. One more thrust and he would have got penaltied. <laughs> So he's been told he has to stop, stop right. this celebration, which is some great Lions news I wanted to bring to you today. It's quite interesting for the Lions. And then someone commented, uh, NFL stands for no fun league. <laughs> so I thought that was quite interesting. And then I'll uh, reference um, the game I'm looking forward to, and I hope this is on German TV, uh, would be the Falcons versus the Packers, <laughs> the mighty Falcons. Although I can't, I, you know, now I'm a, a Falcons fan. We agreed that I would be a Falcons fan this season. Yeah, yeah. And probably forever. I have to get myself a t-shirt maybe because I do like the strip. It's like black with a, the, the red right in. Yeah. yeah, it's a good good excuse. The problem is the Falcons are very kind of, um, just the quarterback does not fill me with much joy to watch. So, but maybe B. John Robinson and the run game can provide some entertainment. But you need a good quarterback to mm. get this thing going and keeping it together. So, Desmond Ritter doesn't fill me with excitement when I think about watching that. But it would give me a chance to watch Jordan Love on the Packers in, you know, a whole game. So, yeah, I'll yeah. try to watch that one. And do you know whether that's live or yet uh, this this weekend or? No, TV I'm not set? actually sure what's on the TV this weekend, but I will uh, have a look and I'll let you know. All right. All right. So um, that was the news as well. I I managed I managed to get the news in there as well, which I didn't think I was going to do. So now I think we can move on to 
one of the most famous segments on this pod, Pardo's Travel. Where are you taking us to this week, Pardo? Uh, well, this week we are going to Jacksonville and oh. the Jaguars. Wow, that's interesting because just so, just yeah, I always yeah. cut, that, I always cut. You I off chose right them then. because they're hosting NFL royalty with the Chiefs coming to town yes. this weekend. Yeah, and also well, I realise uh, Jacksonville is like a haven. Go on. Well, I was going to say because uh, sorry, I was just going to well. say that I, fantastic choice. By the way, uh, first of all, just critique the choice because um, Florida warm. Right, very humid probably this time of year. So I don't yeah, know yeah, too much about. To it. You know, probably... It's getting cold in Europe. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but also they are the kind of adopted London team, right? Oh, okay. So, yeah, the Jags. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because they were the ones. They're owned by the the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is the owner of Fulham Football Club. So he is one of the first to bring the teams over. He was one of the first to bring them over. And they was there was talk for many years that that might become the London team. Sorry to the Jacksonville people out there. But anyway, so there's a bit of an affinity for Jacksonville Jaguars in the UK. So, but we, we need to know about That's Jacksonville. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I didn't know much about it. I think part of the reason why I chose it really, but. It seemed like just looking at Jacksonville, it brings up memories immediately of um, you know early twenty first century new metal bands and emo. So that's the hometown of uh, Limp Biscuits, Fred Durst. Oh um, gosh, well I'm definitely not going. <laughs> some obscure. You put me off already. I know. Yeah. Well, it, this is it though. But you know, like it's just like comes up in, in various sites, like it. You know, other like bands that I used to like 20 years ago, like Taking Back Sunday, Yellow Card, and this <laughs> random... Uh, All the ones that uh, you used to put on in your car when we used to drive places. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ocean Avenue was about Jacksonville, one of the beaches there. Really? It's quite interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, this. Um, have you ever heard of uh, uh, Leonard... Uh, Skinnered or Skinnered, Leonard Skinnered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me three yeah. steps. You ever heard of that song? No, no, no. I was just looking up, but he seems like one of the quite famous, famous sons. Yeah, it's one of the most famous. He's very country and western. You know, hardcore country and western. I wonder um, what I hardcore country and western sounds like. Is that like country and western style on it's an electric hardcore, guitar? Hardcore country and western. It's just country and western music. Just without being very poppy okay is yeah, that like, like um is that like the guy's band in uh what's that film it's not called? miley cyrus it's no. more billy ray cyrus <laughs> okay no i was thinking i was thinking hardcore country and western might be like a star is born you know that band who is in a star is born um what's his name Brad- bradley cooper's band yeah, in a yeah star is born like they're playing that feels like hardcore heavy uh hardcore country yeah, I suppose what he portrayed, you know, that yeah. kind of history. Yeah, yeah. That that's 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 what you got a picture with okay, that. But got it. we we digress. But I think the great thing about Jacksonville is that it's a it's a beach city. So one is in Florida. I actually didn't got... imagine that. I, I imagined swamps and gators. <laughs> it's one of yeah. I suppose if you go one way, you're going to the beach. The other way, you're heading to the swamps. 
I imagine okay, so. something like Wild Things, you know, like um, that that fantastic film from the nineties um, with uh, Denise Richards. Is it? Was it Denise yeah, Richards? Yeah. Every pubescent boy uh, from the nineties know that film. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, of course. My tape wore out. I think of that of that film in certain places, <laughs> but that's what I I would I wouldn't be surprised if I googled where was that shot. That it was Jacksonville. That's that's what comes. You say Jacksonville in my head. Wild things. That's what pops up. And Bradley that, Cooper. That's, that's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's Don't know. something to fact check. Or okay. anyone got any feedback on that? Let us know. Um, but I think is it even in Florida? That's what we are, that's what we really want to know. Probably more really? Miami located, isn't it? Um, I think it is Florida. Things. No. It's a Florida. It's in the state of Florida, no? It's not hundred percent sure. No, I, I'm not. I'm not googling. You see, I'm. I'm okay. kind of staying away from that because doing more yeah. than one thing at once is. It's a city tricky. in Florida. The first thing that comes up on Google is Jacksonville, city in Florida. So. Well, no, Jacksonville's in Florida. I know that. Oh. I was. So I was talking about wild things. Whether that was filmed in Florida? Oh, That's okay. Good. I was going with it. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I've done enough research on Jacksonville for this uh, travel to know that it's in Florida. Okay, you carry on, and I'll Google right. where is wild things. So um, Jacksonville, also known as Jacks, is a pretty laid-back city um, in North Florida on the Atlantic coast, and it's uh, the best of both worlds. It's a vibrant city, but a beach escape with plenty of places to have fun, and that's the the general synopsis that I got. Um, on the Jacksonville kind of tourism website. Um, but it's uh, much like, um, you know, what we had last week um, in Seattle, but obviously it's a, it's a much warmer climate there. So you've got all the nice kind of coffee places, restaurants and cafes, but you've got the opportunity to go surfing. You've got the beach and you've got an outdoor kind of adventure kind of uh, lifestyle right on your doorstep. Um Fame for having, uh, again, kind of lots of kind of, I suppose, independent coffee places. Uh, one that kind of stands out is the Social Grounds Coffee Place. Um, and also, um, rather than cider that we had last week, and often it always comes up in the travel, but they've, they're famed for their craft breweries. Uh, they've got 22 local craft breweries in Jacksonville alone. And you can actually do the Jack's Ale Trail. And it's... um. It sounds quite good. It's it's pretty cool, and it's it's got an official website around it. You can get yourself stamps as you kind of go around it, and uh, the two standout places to go to are the Intuition Ale Works and the the Hyperion Brewing Company as well. Um, almost as good as uh, Rezol's bus tour that we did in two thousand and eight. Yes, that was. Was so just to just to segue to segue to for for the fans of the podcast. Rezol used to be a co-host on this podcast man for a few episodes many years ago and one time for someone's birthday we basically mapped out a bus route around the Stoke-on-Trent area which is a place uh, in the middle of England and we basically got on and off the bus all day and we had cards where you had to tick off where you'd been and we just got pints in every every pub it was called route 101 if you would like to do that we can try to find something and send you some details. But I think it was around the Stoke-on-Trent uh, stone. It was more area. successful than uh, Bazopoli. 
if I remember. Yes, right. Bazopoli was a, another one we tried to do, but that was around London. And then what we realized after about three stops, we had about 20 planned out. And then we realized London is a lot bigger than we thought. <laughs> we were all totally exhausted after about three stops. Uh, so we gave up on Bazopoli. And when we got uh, to Soho, it was uh, a free for all, basically. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, uh, we digress. So go get back to Jacksonville. We digress, but uh, as soon as I look up stuff like that, it does bring up memories of that. Happy memories of uh, the Route 101 tour that we did uh, many moons ago, it seems. Um, but yeah, there's lots of and places. By the to... way, there was one more, just to, just to interrupt again. There was one more bus tour we did, a pub crawl bus tour, which was on your stag do. And we went around the oh. lakes on a, it was pub golf and on the bus we would we stopped at different um bus stops got a pint in the local pub then got back on the bus and it was uh and then ended up in windermere or something anyway i forget that we even went on a bus yeah you I were very drunk i mean it was your start. stag it was your stag too so you were extremely drunk by i think after 10 a.m or something so I'm not surprised you don't remember it <laughs> and then i think you fell asleep somewhere in the, in the afternoon and we left you to sleep. I remember it was evening. It's at least dark. So uh, I, I think I kind of um, had reasonable stamina for it. But um, yes, imagine yeah, trying was, to do uh... that now. Oh, God. That was like, we're talking 10 odd years ago. Like, imagine trying to do something like that now. I can barely stay awake, even when I'm, uh, I don't know, well rested, haven't drank. I can barely stay awake past nine o'clock nowadays. I think I'd have to do a coffee tour. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah, mix in a coffee and a beer tour. I think that's what you need to do. I'll be like, you know, that super hands. You ever see that episode of uh, Peep Show with super hands? You know, when he's recovering from being an alcoholic and they, they were just going to smoothie bars. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. I do you remember that? Get another juice? No, I'm, I'm a bit full. And then you've only had two. Yeah. And then it all deteriorated as soon as he had a beer. They just snuck a beer on him and then it just, yeah, went chaotic. That's kind of what you want. Yeah. Peep um, Show is a very good show if you haven't watched it. Good one to rewatch. Quite a few rewatch um, suggestions. I think that's worth a rewatch now. It's been a good few years. And there's, I think the the latest series of that I didn't finish watching. I don't think I'll finish watching the whole of Peep Show. But I mean, those first three series, they were extremely funny. I've extremely been meaning funny. to rewatch that for quite a few years, actually. Peep Show. I used to love it, but yeah, it would be it would be a fantastic rewatch. I think. Yeah. yeah if yeah. anyone's rewatched uh, it recently, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Peep Let us know. Feedback. It's um, two punts one goal at gmail.com if you want to send us an email about Peep Show Rewatch. <laughs> or you can tweet us at, at two punts one goal. Yeah, good plug. Good plug. But um, yeah, I think that that's re- really good to say because I think, yeah, um, one, we're digressing on this travel, but I think just to kind of close it off, um, in terms of places to go, you know, it, like say, it's a very good outdoor space. There's uh, Jack's Farmer's Market. You've got the Beaches Green Market and you've got the pop-up at Seawalk Pavilion um, with loads of cool local goods. And um, yeah, you've got the North Beaches Art Walk and Downtown Art Walk in terms of places to kind of just meander down. But, you know, you've also got the the beaches, you know, the just three beaches that kind of got highlighted to me was the Jacksonville, Atlantic and Neptune Beach. Um and also, yeah, you've got the St. John's River uh, that flows through Jacksonville as well. So there's loads of places to kind of just meander around, 
kind of people watch and uh, just taking the Florida sunshine and, uh, you know, top up that vitamin D. I think that'd be perfect for you this weekend, Steve. <laughs> I think it would. Jacksonville it's... break away. What's the Jags and, uh, yeah, the Chiefs. But imagine if, it's too, imagine if it's too humid and I get there and I just collapse. It's too, it's too humid for me. But It'll I think that, humid that, that tour uh, uh, but On wonderful. the coast, I think that'll be all right. On the coast, you'll be fine. Just you don't always, go in London, those swamps. You always make these tours sound great. I always want to go to the places. I wonder what bad things they've got. Uh, also, like, do you ever look at the negative stuff that people say on TripAdvisor or things like uh, this? No, or... I mean the only the only negative was Fred Durst and uh, you know the <laughs> of you course know, some of the kind of. Um, yeah, well, you know that's... that's not Jacksonville's fault, I guess. Or maybe no, it absolutely is. not. No, no. By... I mean, you, you put them on the map, then also you know. They, then yeah, burn the map. Ignore it now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, okay. Even Fred but, does, yeah. By the way, I checked. I checked the filming locations for, for Wild Things. And, oh, good. good. Um, and Jacksonville. It's in Florida. It is in Florida, but there is no Jacksonville location. It was Miami and Fort oh, Lauderdale, yeah. uh, Coral Gables, Key Biscayne, Virginia Key. So. All around, um, probably very close to Jacksonville, I imagine, but I can't look. I, I don't know the geography. I think we're overdue a trip to Miami at some point. Um, I'm not sure whether we did that in our previous series or not. But No, you know, we should go, know, though. That'll be on the roster for later in the series. Uh, that's where you go when you're a bit, you know. When we when we have a few more listeners, that's we go to Miami because that's where you go when you're popular and you're celebrity and you're swaggy. You know, that's Miami for you. We've got you know the Vegas in our back pocket, sure, but yeah, let's go to Jacksonville first. Wean yes. ourselves into this. Exactly, I like it. Okay, uh, that, so yeah, I think that concludes the travel. Perfect. Well, I think we can even um, we can even start to to wrap it up. There is one thing I wanted to say that when I was watching oh, yeah. the highlights of the Eagles Vikings game. Um, the the commentator, you know, because of Kirk Cousins, the quarterback, kept saying Cousins, 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 and I was like, this reminds me of our TV recommendation, which was the Bear last week. We recommended to watch yeah, the yeah. Bear, and in that, he's always saying Cousin, Cousin, Cousin to his person who's not actually his cousin, but he's a part of the family, so they call him Cousin. It seems like a bit of a Chicago tradition. And um, now when I hear Kirk Cousins, I can't get it out of my head. So it kind of linked to that TV recommendation um, that we had um, for last week. Have you got a TV recommendation for this week? Well, I think we just go with the Peep Show rewatch. Um, oh, no, I do have one, actually. I do. I watched Kelsey, um, the documentary about Jason Kelsey over this last season, and it was really good. So oh, okay. uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It's on Prime. It's available on Prime. And it's a documentary because he re he started recording the documentary because it was like he thought he was going to retire at the end of last season. In the end, he's come back for another season. He started recording this documentary and then it uh, aired on Prime this week. And it was really good. So he's the center for the Eagles. All right. That sounds good. Yeah, that's um, my recommendation. All right. Any final Lovely. words from you? Uh uh, final words for me. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I got a nice quote just to finish up. Uh, Ernest Hemingway uh, from The Old Man in the Sea. Now is no time to think of what you do not have. Think of what you can do with what there is. <laughs>